0: Well, hello, hello there, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 62 of the bi-weekly Trophy Hunting Show. I am one of your hosts, Colin Kolhovind, joined today by my two besties from another chesty, Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. How are you guys doing this morning?
1: from another chesty.
0: It's not really a saying, but when I said bestie, I had to make it rhyme, so that's nice. what my mind did. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of whack but uh what's up my brothers how you doing it's a uh, fourth of july weekend you guys you guys feeling good yeah very patriotic yeah are you wearing red white and blue no no, no. okay let's check it yeah yeah <laughs> new boot goofing dude that's right
1: dude i kind of yeah I'm re- i've am got red white and
0: blue on okay all right but not a fourth <laughs> of july outfit proper Oh no my yeah? no, no, pajamas still dude. My yeah me top, too Sweatpants. pants <laughs> yeah me as well what about you daryl how are you feeling today patriotic you feeling good i mean technically it's july 2nd right now but two days from now hey it's a big big day yeah.
1: you'll be hearing this on the third so correct
0: tomorrow. correct from day one
2: i'm feeling great yeah you know <clears throat> these type of weekends these long weekends are the type of weekends i look forward to out of the years so
0: feeling good for sure Love me a nice long weekend. It's uh, it's pretty great. Steph's work schedule, you know, it, we've talked about it before. She has every other Friday off, so she had yesterday off too. So she's got a four day weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, that is uh, that's nice. So we've got some fun plans. We got people coming over today for a little barbecue. Little Bobby, um, oh, Bobby. It, yeah, it's it's not on the actual fourth because we're doing our 10k race on the fourth of July itself. Which will be pretty fun. Now we're not trying to win or anything. We're just gonna run in the 10K. But we've been training for this for like over a year, trying to be able to do this distance. So it feels pretty good to be able to to do it. And yeah, that's on Monday, dude, at 7 30 in the morning. We gotta go for this this long run. The best time to run, dude. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> because we'll get you you'll you're up, right? You're already you're productive, you're ready to go. You get the run done, and then after we're done on Monday by, like, 1030 in the morning, we're just chilling, you know, for the whole rest of the day off. So, it should be a fantastic day. Now, of course, no fireworks. As you guys know, fire areas, for us, uh, have banned a lot of fireworks. So I think
1: we're getting some.
0: Oh, are you? Okay, okay. Well, yeah. yeah, that's right. We're in different counties, technically. So, Sonoma County, where mm-hmm. I'm at, it's it's they've banned a lot of that shit. Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. Well, are you gonna take Zayden to go see some some fireworks I'm not or anything?
1: Sure. It's late, dude. It's like nine thirty because it gets dark super late. Mm. That's that's, uh, that's a that's pretty late for a school night too.
0: I'm surprised they don't have like a Fourth of July event in like Fortnite or Minecraft or something. You know? They probably will. Where they you can just do. like go in there and just see a bunch of fireworks or something. Um, like that sounds sick, actually.
1: I'm pretty sure we missed the last
0: concert. Okay. It's- Pretty free XP, but oh, you're trying to see that a Ariana concert. Grande concert. Is that what you're doing? Is that what it was? I don't Maybe. know. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just know you like her, so yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know my style. It's always bopping in your car when you show up at work. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, good. Well, thank you uh, both for joining me today. This morning, uh, it's been a little while since we've gotten together, obviously, a couple of weeks. So, got some fun stuff to discuss and to talk about. We are officially in summer now. Since the last time we recorded, we are past the longest day of the year, and it's pretty crazy to me how fast time is going this year. I feel like it was just fucking New Year's and now it's July second. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it is really true. The older you get, I feel like time starts to to really speed up.
2: Yeah, I was really thinking about this like on my way to work one day, and I'm just thinking, damn, it's already July first, half the year is already up.
0: Yeah it's it's wild dude it's super wild and like i don't know i feel like i had summers when i was in grade school and middle school that felt like they lasted an eternity you know and now (laughs) it's it's just not the case i don't know it's it's just interesting it's been a really busy year so far though with uh with everything going on so that certainly contributes to the time going by more quickly but regardless through it all we're playing games we're we're playing magic we're uh we're getting trophies Theme achievements if you're Eli, you know, all that fun stuff. So we got a good store uh, show in store for you, excuse me. And I wanted to start us off with uh, trying to get our brain juices flowing on a gaming topic here. Because we've been doing a lot of, you know, food-related stuff in the beginning of the shows. So I recently was thinking about how different times of the year for me make me feel like playing different types of games. So like October, we know, like, I like to play scary games, Right. End of the year, it's usually I sink my teeth into like a longer, like open world kind of experience. But in the summer, I kind of feel like I'm drawn to an RPG, and and that's been the case the last few years. So like last year, I played Mass Effect around this time of year, and this year I've started playing Uh, Ruined King, a League of Legends story, which I'm not going to talk about till next episode. But it's an RPG, and I just feel like it kind of fits with, with the kind of like I don't know the slow grind and like just kind of you're in it, you know, you're, you're in the midst of everything. And it just seemed to like be what I was looking for. So I was curious if you guys had that at all, where it's like, do you feel like you playing different types of games at all depends on like the season or what kind of uh, weather and stuff is going on outside? No, absolutely not. No, no. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Well, that's a non-exciting <laughs> answer. You son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know. It's just not the outside i mean i'm inside so no it doesn't really doesn't really affect me too much
0: no i mean because you know what i mean though about the december thing right like the end of the year like i feel like it's like the big game you know like we did horizon last year in like november you know and that kind of felt right to me Oh, well, i didn't well you did you played it i tried yeah you played it <laughs> daryl I and I, daryl and i followed through on it because we're men of our word you know what i mean that's okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Always through. Yep. I'm the man of the word. That's right, baby. Uh huh. That's right, baby. Where's Detroit? Uh-huh. I, I don't see it. Where's Detroit? Uh-huh. Oh, it's, oh, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that shit off my list. <laughs> so, what well, What about you, Daryl? Do you Do you understand what I'm saying at all, or is this just a me thing? Maybe I'm just crazy. Um, I feel like the only
2: time of the year where it makes sense to play a specific game during a time of the year is probably Spooktober, like, for you. Yeah. I typically like to play, like, you know, the horror games during that time of the month. But as far as summer goes, honestly, there's really no type of game I'm drawn to playing. And just kind of look at my PSN profiles over the last four years. The games I played during the summertime, they've been all, all over the place across, like, different genres. No, I've been playing, like, FPSs. You know, just the short story type of games. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 random. Just there's no specific game I'm playing or type of genre I'm playing during the summer. So yeah, just like Eli said, I think it's more of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's like if it's a thing like for all of my like time that I've been trophy hunting. Right, I'm trying to look. That's a good idea. I actually didn't look back beyond last year. So like last August, though, I was playing. Uh, mass effect so it wasn't quite around now but in june last year i was playing Baldur's gate dark alliance so that's that's definitely an rpg it feels like
1: a like a carryover from your your extensive college years i think so dude that's a good that's a good point maybe maybe like high school and stuff we had summer's off Mm. something big yes you're holding on to it
0: yes this Maybe is
1: not in a bad way but just a way
0: yeah a way <laughs> this is uh <laughs> this is illuminating for me because and then in 2019 it was borderlands the pre-sequel so it's yeah it is kind of just like a thing for me
1: i'm not I don't, sure i'm not sure i would consider ruin king a, like Big RPG that you could sink your teeth into though.
0: It's not a massively long game, but it is a turn based, like I mean it's certainly an RPG, you know. Um it's Mm -hmm. it's uh yeah, it's about thirty hours from what I've been seeing. So nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. But okay. All right, well interesting. I just was you know, I was curious on your thoughts. I'm definitely looking forward to Spooktober. Don't get me wrong, we're a ways away from it now, but I already got I got plans and schemes, my brothers, you know, <laughs> yeah. as I put in the uh, the discord, I think I'm going to do a preamble to Spooktober, which is starting in September, trying to play for the fucking fifth time Resident Evil four and seeing if I can actually get through it and enjoy it this time, because I, I think it would be a disservice to never have fully completed that game and go ahead and get the remake when it comes out next year. So I'm going to mm-hmm. try to do it. It's like it's going to get me in the mood for playing the Resident Evil Village DLC in October and Resident Evil Verse in October, which is kind of my game plan. So it's going to be a good time, and then I'm going to do a little YouTube video with some thoughts on it. Uh, and oh. uh, yeah, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Eli, do you have some dad jokes for us before we get into the rest of the run of the show? Yeah.
1: I mean, before we get into those, I was kind of like, you guys were all talking about vacation. Like you went to, to Canada. Mm-hmm. Everyone always goes places and I don't like going places. No, I uh, I don't my like my go, I don't like going places, but I do it. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh yeah, my brother's actually coming to to town today. I'll be here probably after I uh, we're done with this. Nice, dude. That'll be our fourth for uh, magic next Friday, hopefully. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. For, uh, okay, for... yeah, I I got to
0: go to the card shop and get like we were talking about a uh I got to get a commander deck.
1: You don't have to. I've Before. got I've got enough. I've got four. Okay. Um but yeah, all these vacations keep making me think. I was I should go somewhere, right? Looking around. You know what I'm thinking? <laughs> My backyard. <laughs> like like Central Asia. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So you're like uh do you have like a country in mind or like what are you thinking? Uh,
1: maybe Afghanistan?
0: No way, dude. No shot. <laughs> there's a there's a city there. Of course. there's cities I, all over I want to visit. Which I want to visit. Which one is that? Which city is that? Asadabad. Oh, my God, dude. It has returned. It's the long... <laughs> Pulling our arms. Oh, my Jeebus Christos, dude.
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I found out there's a there's a town called Asadabad. <laughs> Asadabad.
0: Asadabad. Asadabad. <laughs> holy shit well now you have to go dude you have to go you have to wear your your boots and you have to get a picture there in front of like a welcome <laughs> to asada sign okay <laughs> yeah well holy enough shit with talk, the long talk, setup. talk about culture or uh talk about culture shock though would you would you ever go would you travel to the middle east do you have any desire to do that for real
1: mm, i don't know i'd probably go other places first for sure
0: i mean I, i'm kind of curious like I've, about like, it but
1: visited a lot of places right and that one that wasn't something i i did then yeah hmm.
0: but fair enough fair enough okay excuse me but yeah, you're excused.
1: i got some some short ones here for you if you like yeah let's get it did you know that french fries weren't cooked in france or america for the first time where were they cooked well, um, that's what i'm asking you
0: did I well did I know that they weren't cooked in France or America?
1: Well yeah, but they weren't, so the Okay, so okay okay.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Dude, god damn it. <sighs> See, if it's a fun factoid, I'm inclined to say it's like China or something, dude. Because pizza is from China. Did you know that? I didn't know that until No, China. what? Yeah. Yep. Oh what? Yeah, dude. And and same with like, you know, like it's they had have... Italian? No. Not originally.
1: Huh? Pizza from China.
0: Yeah. Fact check this fool. Yeah, go ahead and fact check. I mean, I'm just re- I'm just regurgitating what I had heard, right? Did pizza actually originate in China? Oh. One theory suggests it did. When Marco Polo came to China, he encountered a baked scallion pancake known as a scallion pie. Scallion pie featured unleavened flatbread folded with oil and minced scallions. The scallion pancake, unlike regular pancakes, uses dough instead of batter. He returned to Italy and missed scallion pancakes, so he decided to try to find a chef who would be willing to make them for him. He allegedly met a chef from Naples at a dinner party and persuaded him to recreate the dish. When he re- recreated the dish, he suggested putting fillings on top of the dough instead of the inside, and blah, 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 add cheese, and you get a pizza. So potentially, it wasn't that pizza itself originated in China, but the right. idea of pizza was inspired from a Chinese cuisine. Nice. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Had to fact check myself there. Yeah.
2: Thank you, hungry yeah. alley. Yeah. Thank you, these French
0: fries. Okay. Yeah. So French fries. I don't know where the fuck they're from, dude. They're where cooked th- in grease, dude. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, you son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> All right. Let's nah, fact f- check them. Yeah, yeah. Let's fact check them. No, is, no, is there grease in French fries? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Here's a little, little uh, more info for you guys. Pie in Jamaica costs three fifty, and pie in the Bahamas costs five fifty. Now you don't need to answer this, but I just thought you'd like to know the pie rates of the Caribbean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Swashbucklers, dude! Yeah, yeah, nice. And with all this this geography
1: jokes, what's <laughs> the difference between the United States and the United Kingdom?
0: Hmm. hmm size hmm. of the size of the crown i'm like trying to think of a way to make it funny i'm just not a, I'm not feeling funny this morning dude i'm not i don't think i got it right now
1: it's just one word
0: what In the oh word. my fucking <laughs> Lord. states
1: and oh, gotcha. he threw
0: me off with like oh with all these geography jokes So i was trying to think of like some the land mass or like the size of the fucking oh my god dude all right oh my and, god uh, no shot
1: uh, Missouri has the most bordering states. Did you did you know that? Missouri, Missouri, yeah.
0: Oh, Missouri has the yeah. most bordering states. No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Eight, eight, tied with Tennessee, I guess. Yeah, out of the,
0: yeah. What? Yeah, I did not know that. Wow, you learn something new every day. Tennessee eight as well. Wow, you know what it is? Is when you get over on the east coast, all those little states are they're just they're so fucking small. You can drive yeah. for like four hours and get across like three or four states easily.
1: And you know what they say. Hmm. Missouri loves company.
0: Ah! (laughs) Nice. Nice. Good stuff, dude. Yep. Geography theme for today. I've noticed that you have themes generally when we come into these uh, these joke sessions. So I like that. I try. Mm Mm-hmm. I try. Yep. Well, thank you, sir, for that. Much appreciated. Much appreciated indeed. All right. Let's get into the rest of the show proper. This is a show about PlayStation-centric, trophy-hunting-related topics. Although we do have some Xbox players. We have a growing number of Xbox players as more and more of our of our crew picks up Series S's and uh, maybe even Series X's at some point in the future. I think most of us have a Series S, though, that have an Xbox. But regardless, is that like go ahead. breaking up with Xbox? That's correct. Yep. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that's, that's correct. So, so when you get rid of your S? Yeah, when you drop your S for the new that new new. Then your S becomes your X. Your significant becomes your oh, X. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, um I am still going to try to get, in Series S, I think, into this year. And I was checking the prices on them. They're still about, like, 270 or so. So, it's not, like, crazy cheap, but yeah. it's, it's I mean, maybe there's going to be, like, a Black Friday deal or something. Maybe I can find, ideally, I would find, like, the console with, like, a year of Game Pass or something like that, which would be uh super cool. But... Anyway, yeah, we've got a growing number of Xbox players, but we are a trophy-centric team here. And of course, we've got some Patreon supporters. If you like what we do, you can go and check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash trophytalkpodcast. Find and check out all of our different tiers of support, just like so many of you have. So I wanted to give a special thank you to Charles Bilby. Sorry, Chaz. We changed it in the document. Chaz Bilby, the Sly G Cooper, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Slugger, B-Down, who's coming into town today. What's up, B-Down? Maximum Carnage, Skrillis, Smackerly, King6969, and Diego Juan. You guys make what we do possible, so thank you so much for your support of the show. We really appreciate it. And let's stay on this Xbox topic, guys. We got a question here from Maximum Carnage, and Eli loves long questions, so we're going to have him read us in.
1: Let's go. Mm -hmm. In a bamboozling Matt Hardy-style twist of fate, (laughs) God of War Ragnarok and Roll has gone to Team... green xbox which xbox exclusive title from the recent xbox and bethesda showcase are we stealing in retaliation also am i the only person that thinks flintlock siege of dawn looks hype as fuck have a i'm trying to run a respectable playstation centric podcast but this fucking patreon is making us sound like an xbox podcast kind of day <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for that maximum carnage uh if you didn't know that's the sort of like joke that goes on on the defining duke podcast which is an xbox podcast on last stand media uh everyone always does those style of like right-ins where it's like have a i just dropped my yogurt on my shirt kind of morning and so anyway i appreciated the uh the tie in there thank you for that daryl let's go to you first as uh we talked about this a little bit before we started recording what did you think of this and this is a hypothetical for everyone to be clear, you know, this is not happening. Uh, Ragnarok is not going to Xbox. I thought it was when I first read your question, Maximum. So, anyway.
1: Do we know that?
0: Well, in the future, we don't know that. But it don't is not it's planned not. on it for right now. Currently. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, this question had me spooked for a little bit. I was like, what? God of War? No way. No way that can be possibly true. hmm
0: Maybe PC. Yeah, definitely PC. For sure.
2: Yeah, this, um, you know, I mean, let, let, let's break the question down bit by bit. So, a uh, which exclusive title from that showcase? Um, I gotta say, Redfall is probably the one that I like the most out of all the games that were shown. I think it looked pretty cool. Um, I, I do like the fact, like, even before I, I kind of looked into who made the game, I kind of noticed that it looked a lot similar to like Dishonored and Deathloop. Mm-hmm. And, and sure enough, it's made by, you know, Arcane Studios. So it's really cool to see another game come out from them. And that game looked really nice to see. Um, I mean, for me, honestly, I'm kind of like tired of like the, the co-op kind of games. I'm like more focused on like a lot of the single player games. But this one, this one looks a lot, a lot of fun to just team up with people and just have a good time. It's slaying vampires so, that game for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good choice. Um,
2: no other games really stood out to me. And, you know, when you kind of compare, like, the games that were in this showcase, like, which game would I take from there, you know, to steal from Xbox because they've stolen our beloved God of War game. Mm-hmm. None of them really kind of lived up to that kind of caliber, you know? Yeah, um, there I mean, that's games. exactly
0: the problem with Xbox, isn't it? Like, there's nothing that they've shown in the last two years that is even close to the, like, level of God of War 2018 even, so. Right, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, there's some games that, you know, some games are getting sequels. There are some games that are, that are trailers, so there's no gameplay shown. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Diablo Force is coming to PS5, right?
0: Correct. It is coming to okay. PlayStation consoles. Yes. We, we
2: gotcha. know that? It's yes. Confirmed. I've seen it on IGN, but I wasn't sure if that was 100% true.
0: Unless something drastically changes before it comes out. But as of right now, that's it's supposed to be coming to PlayStation consoles as well. Yep.
2: When I was looking at it on the IGN report, it did show like Diablo 4 and then like the different platforms it's available on. And it did show PS5 as well. Yep. Um, But yeah, it's just like, you know... There weren't any games that I felt that kind of matched up to, like, the history behind God of War. So, kind of like you, Colin, you know, in the answer that you kind of gave, I kind of went with another Xbox game that's been well-established over the years. And I say Gears of War. Yeah. Give me Gears of War for God of War.
0: They both have war in the title. <laughs> that's right. It's war,
2: man. They waged war by taking God of War. So, we, we're going to town on this.
0: Yeah, so I, I, they're both kind of mature Gears... and, like, heavy, too. You know what I mean? They're very, like, macho, kind of bloody games.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think Gears of War will be a, a nice steal from Xbox. Uh, I've been wanting to play Gears of War ever since I switched from Xbox to PS5 or to PlayStation. So it would be a nice game to kind of jump back into one day if, you know, we ever did steal that that game from them, you
0: know? Absolutely. I, I too miss God, or, uh, Gears of War from time to time. And I was hoping that at some point, maybe the older ones would make their way to PlayStation. I think that's where we have a lot of sort of actual potential is maybe in these like older titles at some point coming and being cross-gen, but but who knows? Uh, what about for the second part of his question though, Daryl? Did you think that Flintlock Siege of Dawn looks hype as fuck?
2: You know, what... Wh- when we had um, a similar question from Smackerly about like some of the games we like from the, the showcases, um, Flint and Lock was not a game that I had included in my answer. I didn't really think it, um, <clears throat> it stood out to me. But now that this game has now made its return and another patrons question, I had to take a look at it. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe there's just something I'm not seeing that everyone's enjoying because I think you guys might have mentioned this game as well, right?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think, yeah. E, it might I be think Eli, Eli brought it up.
1: Uh yeah, I misunderstood the question. So I just looked at the Xbox showcase. That was definitely one I picked out. Looks cool.
0: Yeah, and it is coming to PS4 and right. PS5. Yeah. There's a trailer for it on the PlayStation YouTube channel. So Yeah,
1: just looked over. I mean, it was shadowed by Diablo 4, so. Right.
2: So yeah, I took a I took another another look at it just to see the game. It looks cool. I wouldn't say it has me hype. It definitely, um, you know, taking a second look at it, it definitely had me thinking, oh, this might be a game I might want to play. Uh, there, there are some things in there that, you know, I didn't really think hard about that first time. But like this second go around, you know, like with the, the triangle portals that were opening up, uh, the, when I first saw it for the first time, I was like, what the hell is that? But then I kind of just assumed on the second go around that it was like portals opening that the players can interact with and then you know just open like different pathways um it it seemed pretty cool i I, I like the combat that i had seen i thought that double jump for me the double jump got me hella hype like Mm -hmm. to do was jump in and then like the the boss was like throwing out like different wave attacks and then the character like jumped in the air and then did a double jump i thought that was really cool for something so simple.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, in these type of games, it's rare you you even get a good normal jump. So, yeah, having a double jump is pretty pretty exciting for, a, for an action RPG.
2: Yeah, it seemed pretty good. As far as hype, not that much of a hype machine for me, I would say.
0: I, I would agree. Yeah. I mean, the thing for me that's weird as I'm rewatching the trailer for this right now is that through every single bit of gameplay they're showing, your character looks the exact same gets no new armor, no new weapons. Conceivably, it doesn't even... Now, granted, they could just be showing us stuff from the first, like, four hours of the game. But it 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 looks to me like you just kind of have a very generic-looking main character the whole time. And that was the issue I had with it when they showed it. was like, yeah, the combat looks kind of cool, the world looks kind of cool, but, like, these characters, like, are so boring-looking to me uh, that, I, that I couldn't get clothes. excited about it. Yeah. The art style, like, I don't know. There's something about it. I was like, it just looks very generic, like, here's my guy with, with just my axe and my uh, my pistol in my hand. Here we go. Like, run. It's like, okay. But what distinguishes that from any other... Yeah, I don't know. So interesting, interesting. I'm also not too hyped on it. Eli, you sound like you're a little more positive on it. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. And it might be very good. I mean, it's all those kind of games that live and die by how well it feels to play. So if it's fun to play, then, uh, then great, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's see. Eli, uh, We let's go to you for just the first part of the question, then. What did you think for this trade proposed by Maximum Carnage here? If we lost God of War Ragnarok, what are we getting from the recent showcase as retaliation? I uh, picked the same thing as you. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, because like... So... Yeah,
1: like the... um Like this Flintlock is coming to PS4, and 5 or whatever, and Diablo 4 sounds like it's coming so we don't really have to steal those in retaliation and as as uninterested as i am in starfield and as much (laughs) as it pains me to say that because it looks like it like i think it appeals to like a lot of people and it would be a big game to steal yes so i feel i feel like that's a that's a fair trade yeah it's their uh it's the big thing and it would be a fair trade I would definitely play it. I'm mm-hmm. interested, but it's just like Diablo Four is more of the style of game that gets me hyped. But yeah. as far as trading for exclusives, then I mean, what else can you pick besides
0: Starfield for God of War? Really, I agree. Yeah, you just have to look at the caliber of of the game because what you're really talking about with the with the question maximum is let's say that you know PlayStation lost one of its five most important IPs to xbox so you have to make the trade something that is also equally important to that ecosystem and there's really only a few titles that come close to that and of the ones that are shown at the at the showcase right we didn't see halo we didn't see gears we saw forza but i don't really give a shit about forza as much as it is an important franchise for xbox same thing with flight sim you know what's up forza
1: don't you say me with a t yeah, there's no T in there, my guy.
0: Fort Fortza. For, or, or, uh, Forza you fort and s- Forza. He said Forza. Forza Motorsport. <laughs> it's like uh some of the
1: uh the Hispanics at work. What is it? They put like a X in pizza. Oh, I pizza
0: I can't do it though. Pizza I can't do it either. Uh but anyway, so. Forza is anyways. not is not a very relevant uh franchise to me. So that leaves us with only a few options, really. And the smaller titles that I think were really great in that showcase where things like Ravenlock and the last case of benedict fox but those are just not on the level of trading for for, uh, for god of war excuse me like if we were going to say here you can have Kana bridge of spirits and i don't know some other like you yeah. trade us something for that it's like okay ori and the will of the wisps might be cool or some of these smaller games but when we're mm-hmm. talking about God of War, it's it's you're totally right, Eli. Starfield is the only answer I think that would make sense. Redfall is a good one too, though, Daryl, because um, that is going to be I think a big, big thing. Arcane is is in is in good in a good spot after their Deathloop release, which got like ten out of tens from like so many different outlets. So I think people are looking forward to Redfall, but yeah, Starfield is going to be the big one, and I I am really looking forward to that game. I'd be lying if I told you that wasn't one of the primary reasons for getting. An Xbox is basically to see that game and then the eventual uh, Indiana Jones game from Machine Games, which I think will also be an Xbox exclusive. So yeah, there's there's some good stuff in there. I, I do want to give a shout out to Wo Long Fallen Dynasty, which is another game that was shown off from Team Ninja at the showcase. And to me that looked like basically Xbox was like, Well, you made Neo for PlayStation as an exclusive, make us a game like that. And they're like, Okay, here's Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. It's basically Neo three without calling it Neo Three. So that, that's kind of the other option I think that would be interesting. But Starfield, by far and away, uh, the one that I would, would choose. So thank you for that question there, Sir Maximum. Much appreciated. All right. Daryl, do you want to take us into this question from the Sly G. Cooper?
2: I very much will. This question is tailored to all three of us. <laughs> one of a kind. So... Will Eli ever get sick of Rocket League? Will Colin never be happy with distribution on a trophy list? And would Daryl <laughs> ever platinum? My name is Mayo.
0: Holy moly, dude! They're coming for us, boys. Yeah, they are coming for us. Yeah. Well, Eli, what's your answer? I think we know what the answer is, but absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I will never get sick. Of you. There's well, I get. I don't
1: know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, if I be, if I like get grand champ and i'm just like i can do everything i want to do i still feel like i would like to play it because there's such like it's like skateboarding there's such a like expression of skill or whatever and like tricks you can do right like there's a lot of people that do more aerial tricks or and then there's like ground stuff like dribbles and spins and flips and you know all kinds of trickery you can do now, you know, if I eventually get to that level, out, you know, you can still try out different styles tricks basically. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. I get what but you're yeah. saying. You, yeah, there's yeah. a lot
0: of a uh, player expression in the movement for yeah. sure.
1: Exactly. So, I I I don't think I ever would.
0: Yeah. That's a fair answer. And, uh, I think that's a big reason why the games that keep people coming back for years are are as popular as they are like i think about league as well and there's just you know 100 and something 160 champions to play and they're all they all get changed and items get changed and they're some of them are better against other champs and so it's like you just kind of always have this way of of playing and you you can be someone who's a meta like player they always play the strong champs on that patch or you can be a one trick and you're like i only play Teemo top <laughs> like and that's mm-hmm. it you know and i so yeah i, I think it's uh, you're, you're onto something there with, the with only, how you're thinking about it.
1: The only way I could get sick of Rocket League is if they put out Rocket League 2, which not really sure. But there's been a lot of rumors and stuff with uh, like Unreal Engine 5 and updating Rocket League. Because hmm. I think it's built on 3. I'm not exactly sure. <clears throat> but there's been talk about updating it and stuff. So, yeah, I think it. I think with five it has to be like a complete ground up rebuild or something i forget exactly so like basically the the uh the conclusion people come to is like it'd be a new be like a new game but i i don't know because they can't just update rocket league to
0: yeah they would have to just that would be interesting it's like they would just release like rocket league again but unreal five version you know like Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. yeah so that would be the only way
1: because I'd be playing the newer one. Yeah. yeah. So, no. Absolutely not.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I would agree. I mean, like, I, I I, said the same thing at one point about Halo, where I was like, I'm never going to stop playing Halo. And while I did, like, way fall off of it, I still do go back from time to time. So, you might get to that point eventually, but doesn't mean you'll uh, not be enjoying it. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, let's see, then. What's, what's the second part of this, Daryl, for you? We got... Oh, boy. My name is Mayo. So... Yikes, what do, you, what do you think about this? Is that something in the cards for you, Mr. Wolfenstein 2 Platinum Holder?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, to answer the Slide G. Cooper's questions, that's going to be a hard no for me, man. I just don't see why people would play this game. Yeah. I mean, the only concept of this game that I've heard that requires any sort of effort is just pressing a button over and over and over again that doesn't sound interesting to me at all
1: yeah it's really for high dex players <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh you make me choke on my coffee <laughs> oh oh man yeah i dude I, there i've had moments of weakness where i have been tempted to play it where I'm like, "Man, I haven't gotten a platinum trophy in like a few weeks or a month or whatever, 2 months, like maybe I should just do it." And then I always decide to not do it. So, mm-hmm. I'm there I'm right there with you, man. I I know it's like a rite of passage almost with trophy hunters. Like everyone's got that like meme like list on their profile, but I just right now my list is pretty pure and I kind of want to keep it that way. And I feel like I don't like we've talked about in the Discord, I don't want to support this type of game either because i think there there's a lot of these game studios that are just kind of taking advantage of the fact that they know trophy hunters will buy this shit just for a quick platinum and not only is that like just kind of predatory and taking advantage of some people's legitimate compulsion to have to complete these games but also it's really fucking annoying because it devalues the entire trophy ecosystem not that it's gonna fix it now it's already happened right so like great we're in this situation where platinum doesn't really mean anything anymore for some games but i i don't want to be a contributing factor in that so i'm not going to do it either i'm i'm with you man stand strong stand strong brothers (laughs) stand strong brothers (laughs)
2: like like for me like a platinum like a platinum is the journey that that's what's important to me Mm -hmm. you know there's there's some stories out there that are meant to be enjoyed and played and experienced and talked about with everybody Um, you know, those journeys can be good, those journeys can be bad, but, you know, there, there's stories behind each of the Platinums we got. This one is just not, it's not interesting at all to me. No, it's easy, there's not a whole lot you can do, I mean, we'll always talk about those easy plots, but this one's just on a different level of easy, it's almost like scummy easy, you know?
0: For sure. I totally agree. There, And it's not just the, the Mayo games, like, but they are the they're the poster child for these type of experiences that exist on the the PlayStation network. It's just actually so crazy if you just look at the app and be like, "All right, what what's the new games that came out this week?" and so many of them are just trash. Like I don't I don't know. I don't hey, know. They're
1: trying their best.
0: And, and see, the thing is maybe not, they are. not all of them are like Yeah, maybe maybe they're like
1: Rattalacka games or whatever, but mm. some of them are trash because they're like super indie studios. For sure. For sure. Not not all of them have like easy lists. There's yeah. just a lot more um exposure to like new games, you know. I no, I agree. People are making games and
0: yeah, I mean it's not, not t- all
1: of them can be God of War. Colin, jeez.
0: No, that's that's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. And I, I don't have anything out for like any indie developers who are like this is my first project. Like here, it you know, I'm not saying yeah. like that. It's more yeah. just like you know what I'm talking about. The Rattleikas, there, and then there's yeah. like those other arcade style ones. I don't know what the name is yeah. specifically. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's no, it's a no for me, dog, as well. Uh, will I ever be happy yeah. with the distribution on a trophy list? Yes, I've changed. Mm right people know i've been i don't think i've been as critical of of lists as of late i think what i've really nailed it down to be is that i don't like when games have just too many trophies it's less so now about the distribution and more so that i'm just like why are there 40 bronzes in your in your fucking list Mm. right i've just completed this game you know front to back earned the platinum and there's 35 total trophies why are there more total trophies in bronzes in this game than in the, the other game I played. It just doesn't make any sense. I did. I like, at some point I'm like, you maybe just chill out a little bit. Maybe the less is more, you know? So you just want like a beat the game, like beat level one, beat level. No, two, no, because three, let's say the game is 10 four. levels, right? I don't want just 12 trophies in the game, but I don't want 60 trophies in it either. Right? Like some of the, some of them are just so bad. I, I was trying to remember which one that like really got my blood boiling. Let me, Quick, quick search here while I, while I. uh... Okay, that's not. Was, as bad. I was just thinking about Days like, Gone how you has get... thirty-seven bronze trophies. Days Gone has sixty-one total trophies. Sixty-one fucking trophies. Okay, now for comparison, for comparison. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mass Effect has thirty-five. What was the first one? Sixty-two for Days Gone. Thirty-five for a game where you explore galaxies and interact with multiple alien races and have tons of dialogue-based options and endings and stats and RPG mechanics. 35 trophies. Yeah, but it's just like it what's one story. Thirty-five trophies. For one story. Sixty-two for days gone. It's too many, dude. It's too many right. fucking trophies. In in
1: defense of trophies, yep. I would like to say, you know, we give we give praise to lists like Call of Duty because it makes you try things that you wouldn't normally do like in each level there's some kind of extra combat thing you need to do and we like that because it makes you try new things but with that you need more trophies so like and then there's multiplayer and zombies so you can try out the different modes and it's important to make them fair where it's not like do all of the easter eggs but like get to level 10 or something right you know zombies But you need those extra trophies to encourage those, you know, different styles of play that we say we like. I agree. agree. Each level has to have like two trophies, basically. Well, And then each multiplayer mode
0: has five trophies tied to it. So then you end up with 40 to 50 trophies. So the new, the 2019 Modern Warfare, just to, to kind of provide some context, that I love this list. First of all, it only has 28 trophies, right? For the whole game. No DLCs, nothing. And the, to your point, it does have those trophies where uh, neutralize the Fog of War machine gun with a frag grenade on this level. Do not injure any civilians in Piccadilly, right? Etc. Etc. But they do that, and then they don't give you a trophy just for beating the level. So they're saying it's a level-specific trophy, but we're not going to double up and have you just get mm. this, like, this extra bronze for really no reason, because you're going to go for the miscellaneous in that level anyway, and then you'll get a trophy when you beat the game. So... Like so Modern Warfare, one. 28 trophies. God of War for 2018, 37 trophies. Days Gone, 62 trophies. Way too many. Way, way too many. So that's that's my stance. All right, we could go on on this for, for a long time. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know you guys disagree. Um, and, and trophies are trophies. The overall points are going to end up being the same. I understand how that all works. But I just think it's like I don't want to scroll for 30 seconds when I'm looking at this trophy list on my phone. Yeah, How many have good. I missed? What do I have left to unlock? Oh my god! Uh, three pages worth. You know, it's like it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's too much.
2: It's too much. To be fair, Colin, you can filter. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, just just so I'm not talking out of my ass. Yeah, 48 <laughs> trophies for Cold War, for Call of Duty Cold War. Um, Vanguard trophies. Just to double check. Vanguard had, I think, also a small amount. 45. So, still 17 less than Days Gone. Anyway, just saying. Just saying. 48 for Cold War? For Cold War, yeah. That's base game. That's base game. I don't know if there's DLC for that or not. So, I think it's less about distribution for me right now and more just like total number of trophies. Last of Us Part 2, 28 total trophies. Perfect. Perfect. I'll take it, you know. Anyway, you let, got
1: one story to play through. Let's let's move on. Just Days just Gone just is one.
0: You. Days Gone, you got one story to play through. Yeah, that's a
1: giant open world with like all kinds of different traps and upgrades and
0: right, just like Mass Effect, which has less you than play forty a trophies. story.
1: Mass Effect, don't you not?
0: You do, but you get to explore different planets. You can choose your different crew members. You can upgrade them in different ways. There are side quests. There are optional activities. There's planet exploration on the ground. There's, you know, it's... It, they just reward you less for doing more things. Correct. With trophies. They give you less trophies for it. Because mm-hmm. you're all spoiled with trophies. You're all fucking spoiled. All right, let's move on. I'm going to get angry, okay? Yeah, let's move let's on. Let's move on. All <laughs> right, let's get over here to uh, Skrillist's question. So thank you, by the way, uh, Slidey Cooper, for poking fun at all of us. So uh, appreciate that. Uh, oh, yeah. Keep... No, Go ahead. Me
1: up for Rocket League, by the way, Slygy.
0: We can do it. So let's see. We've got ourselves a question from Skrillist. And he says, if you were going to have a pet or got a pet in the future and you had to name it something nerdy, what would it be? Eli, what do you have for this? Octane. Octane. Yep. What is that from? Where are you pulling that from? So that was the problem
1: with my answers. Okay. Because Octane is a car from Rocket League. Mm. Now, it is a video game, but Mm. I don't know if you would consider that in the nerd culture, hmm. right?
0: I would say that so. counts.
1: It's a video game, right? So yeah, but I mean, even Octane. though it's a
0: car, it's still like it's Rocket League, you know? So yeah, that that that
1: would I would definitely name a new pet Octane or Ooh. like Fennec or Dominus, any of the cars really. Yeah, mark. probably Octane though. It's the classic stockane. So I I picked a few more more nerdy answers. So Shredder, of course, that would kind of be cool. Go along with uh you know, me and my son's usernames. Narshreds, yep. Shredder <laughs> from TMN- TMNT. TMNT. Mm-hmm. And then, uh then Kratos would be cool. You know, if you got like a, like a big ass dog or something. And then, I had to pick a super nerdy, qu- ner- nerdy answer, and went with Nicol Bolas. Oh yeah, the dragon
0: guy, dude.
1: <laughs> He's like the ultimate bad guy in Magic: The Gathering. He's a dragon, right? Yeah, kind of. I have him. I have his card. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wait a second. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's old. That's just old. I know. I told you, dude. I've been playing for... I played back in the day. Your boy's an OG Magic player. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. I like those answers, though. I like them. Yeah, yeah. Kratos for a big dog is pretty badass, too. Like, imagine how intimidating that would be. The what? Oh, yeah. Kratos. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of uh, our old co-worker's dog, Drax. He named him Kratos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something like that would be great. We or had Kratos. a. Oh, yeah.
1: Chrono. We had a. My ex had a friend who had a dog with the biggest head imaginable. Her the name was Chronos. Uh, <laughs> Pretty fitting. Yeah. Nice. Wait, which, which Nickel Bolas card do you have? I got to go. F- Is um... it the Planeswalker? I there's a couple of them, but there's yeah, like the original OG one that's like.
0: Uh, okay, all right. I I found. Pretty, pretty. I think player. I found it. It's the planeswalker one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Not the one that's Pharaoh. Whatever. It's just called nickel Bolas planeswalker, planeswalker. Yep. Yeah. Four with a blue, two black, blue, two swamp, and a red. Yep. That's yeah, the one. Cool. All yeah. right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't have the Elder Dragon one. What? This looks dope
1: yeah i just played last time i played some somebody uh busted out that elder dragon to get like og looking one.
0: Oh, really where it's uh yeah. at the beginning oh when it deals damage that player discards his or her hand holy yeah. shit dude yeah where was? wow it? actually that is uh that's a good card jesus all right we can get in the weeds here i'm gonna get out of that is it i'm that gonna one? close that window <laughs> 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 what did you have for this one daryl what do you got for a nerdy pet names
2: Uh, I came up with a few, but I think out of all of them, the nerdiest name I came up with is Erwin. What's that from? Uh, That is from Attack on Titan. And Erwin's not nerdy on that show. That dude's gangster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, are you foreseeing this as a a cat or a gerbil or a parrot or what do you think? A fish. A fish.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna have to attach the, you you know that name carries a lot of weight you know from the Attack on Titan show that dude's like the the true the true essence of a leader and I'll, I'm probably gonna have to give that name to like the smallest animal in the you know in the pet kingdom you know any animals that you can make as a pet so there's probably gonna have to be something small
0: like so
2: maybe like a like a gerbil you know like yeah. you guys said
0: yeah.
1: Irwin the gerbil sounds like very fitting. It it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like a guinea pig or some shit. Oh man. Erwin, my guy. Erwin the gerbil. I forgot your attack on Titan fan. We talked about uh, that yeah, before.
2: Yep. Yeah, so, Erwin, Levi, um I would go like with those names from that particular show. I I'll, I I'll, I'll reach down into my my anime roots, you know, I pull some names from those shows. So like like Naruto, Naruto's a big one for me. I went with Rock Lee, Kakashi, um, of course. I guess also Gangster, <laughs> um, and like two names from <laughs> two names from the from the Akatsuki, um, Hidan. Those are those were some pretty cool guys.
0: Oh and, shit, a lot of anime influence here. Oh yeah, man. Not a lot of gaming names though. That's interesting. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I
2: it, it's just hard. I feel like when I try to reflect on the games I played, I, I can never really think of names that stood out in, for this particular question.
0: Right, right. Um,
2: like, you know, I always want to talk about Resident Evil, but, you know, Colin, you're always covering it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like, I don't want to piggyback. You know, I want to come up with my own unique answers. So and I, I went a different route this time.
0: I like it, because I think you probably have more anime insight than than Eli or I. Like, I watch a couple anime shows over the years, but it's not very regular for me to tune into. So have zero.
2: Yeah. yeah. I watch anime. I wouldn't say I'm, like, super, super into it, but...
0: I mean, you watch like, it more than Eli and I, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that respect,
0: yeah. You're the expert, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I did, um, I, we're actually, I think we're going to get another cat next year. Steph and I have talked about that. So I think that's mm. going to be the the pet here. So I was thinking of cat names. And in my head, I was thinking it would be another female cat, but I don't know. Maybe it'll be a, a male. So if it is a male, I think mm. I like the name Braum from League of Legends or Yasuo. Um, there's also a... A, a champion in that game whose name is maokai but he has a skin where he's wearing like cat ears and stuff and his name is Meowkai, kai and i thought that was oh. pretty hilarious
1: that's so
0: yeah Meowkai. kai <laughs> that's gotta be it dude it's just uh it's a great fit don't you think or yumi mm-hmm. is a is an actual cat champion in the game but that's a female cat so mm-hmm. so yeah those are good options um i tend to go for like league names for some reason just because there's so many cool ones in there and and to be honest the one i recommended to skrillist which he used ari which was uh a champion in league i was going to use that if he didn't so i'm glad that he did that's a good one and then of course you got to pick you know if you're gonna do a resident evil name i like daryl noted i put ada or jill is a is a decent option for a female cat and then uh naomi from the expanse i thought is a cool name or a cat as well. So those are those are my options. Probably gonna be something league related. If I you had to just pick.
1: name your cats Jill and John or something like that. Jill,
0: Jill Valentine, dude, from, from Resident Evil, bro. <laughs> Ada is a cool name. I like that one. So yeah, thank you for that, Squirrels. And uh we'll keep you updated. And I hope that your new cat I think you got two new cats recently. You got Ari and then you found an and Ridley. So I hope they are doing uh or Ripley, sorry. I hope they are doing well. Ridley's from Metroid. Ripley's from Alien. So thank you for that. All right, and let's get into the last question here uh, from Patreon. This comes to us from Pat the Trophy Hunter, who hasn't written in in a little while. Happy to hear from you, sir. Hope you're doing well. So we've got a question here that reads, there is a big trend of remaking and remastering games in the gaming industry currently. Very true. Do you think studios should invest more in new original content rather than remastering old titles? The age-old debate continues. Eli, what did you have for this? You know... You know my thoughts. Fucking ridiculous,
1: dude. Mm -hmm. Sick of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is nice. I I can't lie. I gotta say, it is very nice to have, like, the updated versions of these games. But I do think that it's a little ridiculous. And they're definitely, you know... I mean, it makes money because people want to play the updated thing, so I get it. And if that's what the market demand is, then that's what the market demand is. So, invest time in it. Sure. But I do think, you know. What what are we going to remaster in 10 years? There's fucking no new shit. So, you know, <laughs> well, you're going to run out of stuff. You got to make something new to remaster in 5 years. Right. Um but we can debate this secondly or like after. But um it's been coming up in the Discord a lot. It brings a lot of Discord to the Discord. Uh-huh. Um, I see what you did there. But yeah, you the, with all these remakes, right? We talk about spoilers a lot. Mm. Now, does a remake reset that spoiler clock? Like, oh yeah, this this game's you know ten years old, but it was just remade a year ago. So,
0: ooh, what I do you see think about that. I see. So, There's for like Resident, Resident Evil two, for example, right? Like something that Daryl and I have both played. I had not played the original Resident Evil 2, so it was basically brand new to me. That's, I think, part of it gets down to it a little bit. The the risk that you run into with spoilers for remakes is some people approach the remake because they were on a different ecosystem for gaming before or they were too young before, so they never got to play the original. So, in fact, the remaster or the remake becomes their first experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, in those instances, yeah, I think spoilers are still definitely a thing, you know? So then, really, the question is, then where do we go? You can't spoil anything. Mm-hmm. I think there should be, regardless of whether it's a remake, remaster, reimagining, whatever the fucking names are these days, I think there should be a time frame where it's like we just don't talk about story specifics after it comes out. Everyone's going to have a different threshold that they feel like is appropriate for that. I mm-hmm. think if something has been out for, you know, six months, a year... Whoa. Then that's it. You've had your
1: chance. And then the remake comes out in a, two years. Mm-hmm. And then what? And then it's spoiled
0: for everyone who didn't. And then it resets the clock for another six months to it to a year or whatever it is. You know, I'm not saying it's six months. I'm just threw out. I just threw out a number, right? It's whatever like people think. But it's is, already is been spoiled. So what's the? Because some people might approach it as the first time they're playing it.
1: But it's already been spoiled from the first release six months after the first release.
0: Yeah, that's true. There. are I mean, I guess yeah. It's re- well. You can't I spoil
1: anything because you never know when it's going to be remade.
0: Yeah, it gets... T- uh, Daryl, what do you think? That gets tough. That gets <laughs> that gets tough, for sure.
1: I
2: I just say spoilers in general.
1: <laughs> yeah. Spoilers what? Spoilers good? Spoilers bad? Spoilers are bad. Okay. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I think it should be like a personal... I guess when you type it on the internet, though, you can't really like ask, like, hey, do you want this to be spoiled? But... Right. like if you're having a conversation with somebody about a topic uh, you know that may come up
0: yeah i, I think don't like
1: spoilers uh, no spoilers here like i'm an i'm an anti spoiler guy right you know right part of your like pronouns or something like anti spoiler <laughs>
0: i part of what bothers <laughs> me out. though is that there's this thing of like okay like i'm going to go let's say resident evil uh the village dlc comes out right in october and I'm going to go on the Resident Evil subreddit during that time frame. And then I'm going to complain that people are spoiling the game. It's like, bro, you're going on the most passionate area in fan bases. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to the hub of this game at the mm-hmm. time of a new release. And you're expecting no one to talk about the new release. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. You need to take some responsibility and not go on that site if you don't want to see spoilers around the time mm-hmm. the game comes out. That's different, though, than being like, I randomly was talking to someone and they just spoiled some shit out of the blue for me on on our discord. You know, that's different. But like, mm-hmm. I, I do think that people do that, though, where they go to these like specific sites are like, I'm on IGN. And why is everything getting spoiled for this brand new AAA A game that just came out? It's like, well, because you're on IGN and a brand new AAA A game just came out and they want clicks and they've got stories yeah. about it. So it's your own fucking fault. You can't be looking at that shit when that's going on. And that's part of the reason one of the few arguments I think for playing games when they come out is you get to be a part of the conversation right away and not have to to like filter your news feeds. But I totally understand, you know, that people, not everyone wants to do that. So yeah, it, it, the spoiler thing gets interesting for sure with, with remasters. Um, I think for me to get kind of like back to the, to the heart of the question though, it's like you said, Eli, where it's like, it's so common these days. They're just doing it so much. And I think the reason that is is because games are more expensive to make now, new games. They are riskier with a new IP. You don't know if people are going to like it. You don't know if it's going to sell well. So if you're going to make right. a, a new A game, a two million dollar five five-year investment where you're paying for a studio of 50 to 100 people's salary, food, benefits, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you need it to be a sure thing. And if it's not a sure thing, then you need to fund it By doing these smaller, lower-risk projects, like remasters, like ports, like remakes, which are very little effort and bring in good money to support your larger projects. So,
1: how does this how does it cost more money? I don't understand that.
0: It doesn't cost more money. You might not get more money. You might not get the money back. It's not a known entity, right? If you put out a God of War game, it's got cachet. People know God of War. People want to play God of War. But I'm like, here's this brand new game from me, and it's called The The Gymnast. Everyone should buy it. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? The gymnast? I've never heard of this before. I've never seen this before. I'm not gonna go spend seventy dollars on that day one, right? I'm gonna wait. These, these remakes are coming from big studios that already have like a name. Right, but I'm saying I'm saying they're doing the remakes to fund the bigger projects. Right? So, like, for example, Capcom just put out a trailer for the Mega Man. Uh, collection the uh what's a battle network collection collection of 10 old games on steam and n- nintendo switch and on playstation that's so low effort for them to do but the money they make from that will go into funding Exoprimal. primal will go into funding resident evil 9 will go into funding their, their their other games right it's not like it's a they're taking the risk out of yes games like exactly used to be. exactly yeah that's that's what i think at least But uh, Daryl, what do you think about that part of the question?
2: Um, You know, I got to say that I would rather studios invest more of their time into new original content. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Eli and I, we've done Twitch. You both have done YouTube. We all know it's really hard to come up with original content. Yeah. And to have to keep doing that on a daily basis is really tough. So I, I can only imagine how difficult it is for studios to come up with new IPs. Um, for me, I don't really look into the whole aspect of w- what, what it takes to make a video game. Like all the collaboration that's needed to make a video game. I look more into like the movies. I'm a big movie guy. So when I look at movies that are getting sequels maybe five or ten years from now. I'm always wondering, like, why did it take so long to make these movies? And I look into it a little bit more. I find out that these movies were in, like, developmental hell. You know, there's always changing of screenwriters, directors. Maybe they didn't have enough funds to finance the movie. I can only imagine that's kind of the same thing that would go into making a video game. There's just a lot of creative differences. Maybe people leave the team. There's all sorts of things that happen. Mm -hmm. So for studios to try to make new content, I can see it being really difficult. And it would make sense for them to remaster or remake a lot of the old titles that they have put out that, you know, that people really enjoy back in the days, you know, for them to remaster these titles. They know that these games will sell well. It makes sense. And the games that I put into example are like Resident Evil. And Colin, you touched on it as well. These games came back in the day on the PlayStation 1. I was yeah. really young at the time and these games were rated M. There's no way I was playing these games, but you know, when you have cool cousins who just look, you know, their parents don't <laughs> even care about these games, yeah, you know, it, it was really cool at the time, but it was hella scary. And th- these weren't games I was playing at that age, so fast forward to now, I'm older, you know, I played scary games before. I re- was like, I'm probably never gonna play a Resident Evil 2 or 3 game, mm-hmm. I-, I don't have a PS1. Where can I find those nowadays? You know, I might find one if I really look for it, but they're not easily accessible, like, as a PS4. Right. Um, so when I heard the news that uh, RE2 was getting a remake, dude, I was hella excited. That, that period where I was, like, six, not being able to play that at that time, I remember that. And then now that I'm hearing news of it getting a remake, I was really excited. So, like, in that instance, like, remakes like that were... Games that you can't really access anymore because of, like, the time period. There's newer consoles out. You know, game games nowadays, it just makes sense to play them now. And, yeah. you know, RE3 came out. I never played that as well.
0: Yep, same um, here. Dead,
2: yeah, dude, th- those are games we, we've probably never played or ever had the chance. And Dead Space 2 is one that I'm really excited about because I play that. That game's still fairly new
0: Yeah, that's a borderline one for new. me where I'm like, I don't know. Like like those are where you get into like I'm not sure if this one needs to exist, right? Like Dead Space and Last of Us 1 were the examples I had of like eh, this might be a bit soon. Like La- La- Last of Us 1 is a joke that that is getting made, honestly. It's oh, it, yeah. I I can't believe that game is coming out. But
2: yeah, Dead Space it's it's it's, it's tricky because the game it, it's still I mean, it's still good. It's still a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was only like, what, 10 years ago that game came out? But I'm, I mean, I really like that game. And I guess when it comes to like remakes or remasters, it depends on the game. Like if it's a game that you really enjoyed, and maybe it came out a while ago and now it's getting like, like a refresher, you know, what's the harm? You know, it's still a good game to play.
0: Yeah. Dead Space um, has been that- uh By the time the remake comes out, it'll have, it will have been 15 years. Since they released. Ooh. So that's actually pretty pretty decent amount of time. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's the whole time thing. You know, some games just have to sit for a while before you can even consider giving it a remaster or a remake, you know, stamp
1: wow. on it. That's debatable, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <with lots> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: The,
0: uh, I the, think... thing... Yeah. Yeah.
1: the,
2: the thing that kind of made me giggle, Colin, when you were talking about, like, you know, it, the new DLC came out and people already go on the subreddit, uh, you know, I'm yeah. I'm kind of that guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you can not... do it. You just can't complain about spoilers then. I mean, you're like choosing to go into the, the discussion forum. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. It's,
2: a, it's the one thing my wife hates about me because we're watching TV shows and, you know, some of these shows, they're hella long, you know. They're, in, they're going into the 20 episodes per season. So, like, sometimes I get a little... I get a little fidgety. Like I need to know what's going on. Or sometimes I read up on character bios, and I just read too much, and I end up spoiling some part of the story for myself. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I find out that this guy dies in like season nine. I'm like, no, like, you know, I'm I'm that guy.
0: Yep. I typically don't do that with TV shows or movies, which I'm I'm happy about. With games, like, it's hard, because if you're looking at a guide or something, or a trophy guide, like, sometimes you'll end up spoiling something for yourself, you know? But I try not to search that stuff out.
2: Yeah, it's hard for me. It's like an addiction, dude. I just need to know. Or, like, Naruto's really good. Like, I read up on, like, characters I like, and then I find out they're, like, dead the next episode. I'm like, dude, why did I read that?
0: Yeah. that Yeah, that sucks. Um, Eli, you were going to say something before. I don't want to... Before i forget well
1: yeah well, you, were, you were talking about like the risk
0: yes like it takes the risk
1: out of games but i feel like the more risk we get, we would get better games in this original content like yeah, that's why maybe. we get shitty games because they they're, they don't have to take any risk mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i say yeah. you know put put the risk back in,
0: into game making put the risk into yeah. game making dude let's nah. go let's go i mean you can fucking patch the thing
1: for days anyways what if it comes out shitty anyways like that's kinda unreal. You know, before you, you put out a put out a game, it's original, it's a risk, it blows up, you do good, like, great. You mm-hmm. don't, you don't. I mean, that's that. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do something original or you know. I don't know. Yep. It just seems you know seems like yeah. a good way to support shitty games. Yeah.
0: The the I, last I, thing I, I would say is just that I, I agree with your point, Daryl too, about it's about, like, access. So if there's games that haven't been on any sort of, like, modern console recently or whatever, or, like... Like, even Dead Space, as, as we're like, oh, maybe that one's kind of borderline. I mean, 15 years, and also, you can't play Dead Space 1 on PS4 and PS5. There's no way to play that on modern PS, PlayStation consoles. So the the remake is kind of, like, the only way that you can do that. So if you're someone who's like, well... I like, yeah, just got in. Like, maybe you're just getting into games and you're, or, or like you didn't play it before. Like, that's the only way you're going to be able to experience that. And, yeah. um, yeah, that's why they call it the master race, the master race, yeah, the PC. <laughs> but you know, again, like, you're, yeah, so you can play these older games on PC, but you're playing emulators or ports of a PlayStation 2 game or a PlayStation 1 game. Like, I doubt that many people would actually enjoy going back to play Resident Evil 2 in the original format when the remake exists. Right. So
1: I think those are pretty cool. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough. It's definitely a line. I like the accessibility for sure. uh, Point you made because that's that's fair. But definitely, there's got to be a line where it's an obvious cash grab. Yep. Yep.
0: I agree. Like God of War three remastered, cash grab. That shit just came out on PS3 right before that. Last of Mm. Us, Last of Us remastered, the first one. Come on. The
1: I get the the God of War though. I mean, you can't the PS3s kind of fucked right
0: like yeah that's true actually never mind that's just a weird situation my own... yeah never mind never mind yeah it's an accessibility thing i guess well okay i'll give you a t- here's two examples that i hate and they're from the same studio legacy of okay. thieves thieves collection right is which is the uncharted 4 and uncharted lost legacy that just came out on ps4 rebundled oh. and sold on ps5 for the same price hate that mm-hmm. shit and that same company is doing it with last of us because yeah. The Last of Us did come out on PS3, but they remastered it for PS4, and you can still play that remastered version right now on your PS5, and it looks great. But yeah. uh, hey, guess what? Now you get to have a slightly different control scheme if you pay $70 to play the same story again. Aren't you all excited? Aren't you yeah. all just in love with Last of Us and Naughty Dog? People got to get over it. I really yeah. don't think that Naughty Dog is, is that. They're not doing it for me anymore, man. I I yeah. don't know. like, And yeah, I don't I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, it's kind of crazy and they're like it's one like of the, the mom, most like important everything
1: studios. and yeah it's it's kind of wild
0: yep I and then like, all that attention is now turning to hate which i think is fair i think it's fair too because the last main game that they did last of us 2 was was mixed in how it was received like that was i don't know i want to see something new from them like we're talking about give me some new shit i want a new yep. ip from naughty dog like, yeah. if, if Sony wants to keep making Uncharted, that's great. Give it to another studio. See what they can do with it. You know, but mm-hmm. I but let Naughty Dog do something new. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm I'm not impressed with their last 10-year output at yeah, all. What has the
1: last 10 years been? Last of Us 1 and Last of Us 2?
0: Yep. Last of Us 1, Last of Us 2, Uncharted 4, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah. And then they've rebundled and resold you all of those. If you don't think that there's a PS5 version of Last of Us 2 coming, then you're crazy. They're going to do it. 100%. Yeah. Um, and they're going to sell it to you again. so. Wow, Anywho, I let's would. move on, because we get we could get talk about that yeah. for a while. Good question, though, Pat. Thank you for writing in. Yeah. Appreciate that. Uh, so, as it's the first episode of the month of July, let's get into some trophy list reviews. We've each picked a list for us to review and comment on for you today. And uh, who would like to go first? Daryl or Eli? You would. You would. Me? How about that? All How right. about that? All right. Fine, guys. Fine. <laughs> so, for this week, I chose to review... The Capcom Fighting Collection. Speaking of ports and remasters. Wow, dude. <laughs> Holy cow. Now, this is a compilation of fighting games dating back to the 90s. A lot of these are not accessible on any current hardware or software. Or, hard- or you? hardware. So... Excuse Just me? go get a cabinet, dude. I mean, come on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So the accessibility game is strong with this one. They're trying to give it, you know, to, to new audiences, bring breed some new life into these fighting games. So it's a collection of quite a few different titles. And this is developed by Capcom, published by Capcom, released on June 24th. So only about a week old at this point. There's only a PS4 version of this game. There is not a PS5 version. And the trophy list includes one platinum, two golds. Fifteen silvers and twenty-eight bronzes. So, what do you think about that? It's all right. Too much, dude. It's forty-six decent. trophies. Yeah, it's decent. Too it's, t- it's too much. I would have preferred, uh, you know, less bronzes and silvers, but hey, it's okay. Uh, and I, I kept trying to update these stats because it literally changed every day. But right now, this morning on July second, the platinum rarity on PSN profiles is seven point two three percent. What was it before? It was as low oh. as five point something when I first put it on the list. So okay. it's been going up every day. And uh, on the app, it's up to 0.3%. So yeah, not bad. Right now it has 31 Platinum Achievers. And yeah, so that's kind of like the general stats for the game. I think as a whole, what it basically is, is there. it's like these other compilations and collections they've done. You can choose between each of these different fighting games to play. Each of them has their arcade mode intact as well as a, uh, a training mode for each of them so you can try out all the different moves for all the characters. And there's online matchmaking and ranked play for every single title in this collection, which is really cool. And wow. uh, looking forward to something like Evo, for example, right, or these fighting game tournaments, like this kind of a collection is huge for potentially revitalizing a, a competitive scene that has since died out. So you might end up seeing, you know, uh, dark stalkers the night warriors at evo after this game who knows but the that's one of the cool things i think about it is from a preservation standpoint if you're someone who just likes the history of fighting games like this is like really cool you get to experience all these together maybe for the first time so yeah really cool um right now it appears that the trophy list is relatively easy actually based on how quickly the percentage is going up and the the real holdup is one of the gold trophies, which is called Collection Completionist. And that asks you to complete every game in the collection with every character in the arcade mode. So it's just about Ooh. time here. I mean, some of these games are going to have, you know, six characters. Some of them are going to have 15. I don't know, and I couldn't find information on if that includes characters that are maybe unlocked through other methods. Like maybe you have to... Do something to unlock a secret character and then beat the game with them as well. So that maybe is um, is going to hold some people up there. And let me just look while we're talking because I got the list pulled up, of course. Secret uh, character brings back memories.
1: Yeah, just those
0: two words. <laughs> I know. I remember playing secret Super Smash Bros. Melee on the GameCube, and like you'd get, you'd do one of those like you'd have a, a battle, and then afterwards it'd be like challenger approaching, and it would have like their silhouette, and you wouldn't know who it was, and you're like, oh my god. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And you'd get one chance to beat them, and if they beat you, you had to do it again. Or like and sometimes you didn't even know what triggered the the encounter. So mm-hmm. um anyway, Especially so like Tony Hawk
1: secret characters and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. For sure. So collection completionist, it's the yeah, it's the gold. It's still at zero point four percent on the app and seven point two three percent. So basically that is the last trophy that people are getting for the platinum of the game. Um, otherwise other trophies i wanted to call out uh, it's a pretty straightforward setup to this list you get a gold trophy as well for completing every game in the collection just with one character so that's the two golds in the game are are i think fair and just by beating <laughs> what, what's up it seemed pretty
1: like offset though I think it's fair, but like you complete yeah. the game, and you get a gold, and then you do it with all the characters, and you get a gold.
0: Well, complete each game in the collection is a gold, and then complete each game in the collection with every character is a gold. There's the only it's two. A, it's a pretty far apart. In yeah. Terms of time. Yeah, that's true, huh? Maybe, a, maybe some different scaling there. Maybe a silver for the complete distribution. Each game. Sucks. <laughs> Um, but what I do think is nice is if you're trying to to play this game and, and get a decent amount of percentage quickly so it doesn't mess up your profile. I know a lot of us care about our percentages there. Uh, there's a way that you can get a decent amount of, of trophies very quickly in this game. So every single game in the collection gives you a bronze trophy just for playing it, like literally just for turning it on, right? Uh, and selecting that game. Play Darkstalkers, Night Warriors, bronze trophy. Play Night Warriors, Darkstalkers, revenge, bronze trophy, etc., etc. All the way down um, then there is a trophy a silver trophy for every single game to complete Dark, complete the game in offline mode so just beating it with any character of your choosing is going to get you a silver trophy and then you have another trophy for i think it's a silver yeah collection sampler for just playing every game in the collection and then you've got a trophy that's a bronze to in any game use a continue for the first time so that's like you know die and restart use a credit whatever so conceivably you could get this this game just click x on every single game start them up earn a bunch of bronze trophies earn a silver trophy for having started and tried every single game and then dying once will get you another bronze that's going to get your completion up pretty quick pretty early and then you can just do the slow grind for the rest of the game uh, to complete them all with all the characters so if you're someone who wants to like you're curious about this and you want to like just get your percentage up really quickly you can do that with this game which it's the same for the contra collection that i played back in the day and the castlevania collection that i did there is a silver for just playing all of them in all three of those games and there's another bronze for just playing each one individually they've kept the same theme here um, so let's see, uh, what else did I want to say? I think the med- medallion, like, artwork style for this game is really cool. If you look at the list, each of the the trophies has the typical thing we've come to expect where if it's a bronze trophy, the border of the trophy image is bronze. If it's silver, it's silver, etc., etc. So, not very new there, but I do think that the artwork that they've chosen for the trophies is really cool. It's all a character or multiple characters from that game, but... It's done in such a way that you can tell it's a hand drawn image. It's not pulled like the character model just from the game or anything like that. And I think the platinum in particular is really intense looking and, and very like, whoa, like there's a lot going on there. And um yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to the trophy artwork, which I think is is pretty decent actually. Uh I think as far it's cool. yeah, do you like how this looks? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a little bit much, but I think it works. Like
1: it, yeah. With the ring, it makes it smaller, but um, yeah, I think you, it looks good. You it's see that pretty...
0: platinum? <laughs> Do that platinum image is like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it worked, interesting. Though. I think it's pretty good. I agree. I agree. And uh, as far as the naming convention goes, there's not really any theme that I could tell. Uh, I also have not played many of these games, so if there's references or you know, inside jokes in some of the way that these, these trophies are named, I wasn't able to pick up on them, and I didn't see any overlapping, like, movie references or other game references or anything that really stood out to me. So that was kind of a, you know, it's not a bad thing necessarily, but just as a call-out, I don't think that there was a ton of, like, innovation in how they named the trophies. And to your point, Eli, from earlier, there are a couple miscellaneous trophies, things that we really enjoy in games where they ask you to do specific combat styles or things like that. So, for example, there's a trophy that says, get dunked, and it's for, in Night Warrior's Darkstalker's Revenge, hit any character with Lord Raptor's Hell Dunk. So use a specific move while playing a specific uh, character. And like I told you guys before, there's a practice mode in every single one of these games with a move list, so you can easily look up how to perform the move and do that trophy in a custom game or whatever, and uh, it shouldn't be too bad to go for any of these. There's another one with uh, it's called Dance for Me in Vampire Savior, the Lord of Vampire, which is a hilarious name, hit any character with Lilith's gloomy puppet show. So again, just a very specific uh, miscellaneous combat-related trophy. And I mean, that's honestly kind of, kind of the extent of it. It's a very straightforward list and I don't think it's too hard given how quickly the percentages are going up. One thing you might have a little trouble with and I mean, based on percentages, people are not, but it seems like a difficult trophy to me is practice makes perfect in any game deal a thousand damage or higher to an opponent to an opponent in training mode. So like get a really long string of combo attacks together to deal a ton of damage. Mm. Uh that's going to come down to it's probably really easy for someone who's skilled at fighting games for someone who's not, you know, like myself. Uh Mortal I'm having flashbacks to the Mortal Kombat training mode for MKX. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. I know, dude. Yeah, it's gonna so
1: going me forever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had fun playing MKX, but man, some of those tutorials. Um there's also <laughs> one called Record Breaker, which is to in any game get a million points or higher in offline mode. That sounds tough to me, but according to the app, even, it's at 12.9%, and on PSN profiles, that's at 34% almost. So, again, it must not be as hard as I am thinking it would be. Um, But, yeah, I think if you're a fighting game fan and uh, you're into older retro games, this is kind of a no-brainer for you. I really love the idea of them having online play and ranked play enabled for all of the titles in this collection, so if you are like, man, I used to be so good at playing this arcade cabinet back in the day or something. Let me try to play against other people now. That's got to be a really fun feeling. Almost like how when Master Chief Collection came out, you could all of a sudden go back and play classic Halo 2 multiplayer again with people. I've, I I just really love that. And I know from watching the review on IGN for this that you can queue up for multiple games at once. So if there's a population that is not really playing one of the games for one day or something you can choose to like matchmake in five of the different titles at once. And it'll pop you oh. into whatever one they find first. Wow. Which shout, is shout out remakes, dude. Is that, I think it's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. I think it's, Oh, it's $40 right now. So maybe a little higher than I was hoping it would be. I put it on my mm-hmm. wish list because I wanted to just see what the price was right when it launched and they hadn't announced that until the game came out. So when I saw it was 40 bucks, it kind of dissuaded me from picking it up right away. I was hoping it would be closer to like 30. But if you're a fighting game fan, again, this is a this is something that probably makes a ton of sense for you and that you're going to love. So that is a that's all I got. You guys have any questions about the Capcom fighting collection?
1: No, but I'm interested now. Nope.
0: It looks <laughs> cool. I would I would check out some videos uh, cuz the art style for some of the games is very like metal and gothic and yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, who wants to go? Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go ahead. <clears throat> All right, my friend. What do you got for us?
2: Uh, so I'll be diving into Man of Medan. Ooh. Uh, this is the first game from the Dark Pictures Anthology. There's currently three of them, and this is the first one in that series. This game was developed by Supermassive Games, published by Bandai Namco Entertainment, and this game has one plat. 6 gold, 7 silvers and 17 bronze trophies. So,
1: now eh. that's distribution.
2: Distribution. I'm sure Colin will really enjoy that very much. A <laughs> uh, platinum rarity right now is at 8.15% on PSN profiles and on the app it's at 0.8%. And PSN profiles has this game a 2 out of 10 difficulty. 4 Playthroughs. I'll get into that more. That's insane. Uh, 30 hours total to get the Platinum. And this game is actually free. It's one of the free games for July 2022. If you have a PS Plus subscription, you can pick this game up along with Crash Bandicoot, It's About Time For, and Arcade Again. So, uh, this game made sense to me to review because I've played two Supermassive games this year so far. I platinum until dawn this year, and I'm currently in the process of platinuming the quarry, so it made sense to for me to review *Manda Madan*. Uh, this game, when when you look at it, it, there's a lot of similarities to *Until Dawn*. You know, it follows kind of like the same recipe that *Until Dawn*'s trophy trophy list had. So, it, it has the same trophy artwork. There's a book in each of the trophies. And they are in, like, different color schemes, uh, different images on the book itself. Uh, You see trophies like everybody survives or no one survives. It also has the uh, trophies where only the women survive or the men survive. And just like in Until Dawn, you know, there's these totems you could pick up. The totems in this game are actually the framed pictures. So frame pictures are collectibles that you can pick up. There's two types. One's black, which actually reveals the the death of different characters, or the white one, which can grant you, like, some favorable outcomes. So some of the similarities in Until Dawn. Nice. Um, Just like in... Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, the game itself looks pretty straightforward, but looking at the trophy guide on PSN Profiles... There is a lot of work to be done, <laughs> mm. and it, it's a bit annoying.
0: Preach, brother.
2: Um, it's annoying. Yep. yep. I have to let y'all know <clears throat> the truth will be handed down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just like until dawn, you know, we, we all love those butterflies, you know, those different colored butterflies we, we, we have come to love over the years and hate. Uh, this game is no different. You got the book, the book is repeated. But I think just like Until Dawn, the book makes sense in this respect. Because the butterfly in Until Dawn, it it kind of highlighted this whole butterfly effect. You know, decisions you make can affect the outcomes later in the game. So it made sense. And for me, when I looked at this trophy list first time, I was like, dude, the book? Like, what the hell? This is just the lamest thing. Like, Supermassive has no talent in creating their trophy list. (laughs) But it makes sense, you know. The books make sense because when you look at it, this game is—it's an anthology. It's a collection of stories. So three have been released so far: Man of Madan*, um, *Lost Hope*, *Oh and little, House Hope. Of Ashes. Little, little Hope*, *Little Hope*. There you go.
1: Yep. *Little Hope* and *House of Ashes*. Those at are all three the... different stories. Was that at least, like? at least the books have different pictures on them. Butterflies were just butterflies. I put.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: True that, true that. Different color butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> These are different color, and they have a different picture. Some of them.
2: Yeah, some of them got different pictures. Um, some of the books are in different colors as well, um, but they don't reflect any of like the trophy values. You still got like a set of like the books are the same, but in that set there's like a bronze trophy or a silver or a gold. So no trophy values in the
1: books themselves. It's close. Uh, there's kinda. like there's like one gold in the in the bronze books and there's one gold in the silver books. And then there's one like brown book
0: in the gold books. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Interesting. Sorry to throw a loop in the Yeah, you son of a bitch.
2: <laughs> uh, now I'm like re- revising on the go now.
1: Oh, my, my bad. My bad, though.
0: No. Um, how would you so how could you would do I? that? <laughs> totally
1: fucked him up.
0: You son of a bitch. Bad, how dare yeah, you? I, I, I've lost my train of thought. Look at this, Doing dude. That- we de- re- derailed the whole <laughs> oh, thing. Oh my god. Oh, Shut my it down. Gosh. Shut her down. All right, let's start over. Hello, hello, everybody. And welcome. <laughs> <in. laughs> oh, Alright, all right, got it.
2: I'm back. All right. Back on the rails, bros. Hey, brother. Um, so, yeah, the... Fuck, I'm losing it again. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, the books, yeah, it's just a collection of stories. Uh, so, it makes sense for the easy games. And also, you know, kind of like Until Dawn and the same with the quarry. There's always, like, an intermission where there's a character that comes to you and kind of, you know, reflects on the choices you've made in that chapter. And in this game, there's one that's called the Curator, and I guess he presents himself as the curator of stories, and he's a character that returns in the other games, so he's a character that that comes up often, and he's always presenting these different stories, so the book makes sense.
0: He's like the host, almost. Pretty much. Yeah. It's a a really cool idea. I don't know if it's – I haven't played any of these right, so I don't know if it's, like, executed well, but I love the idea of, like, an anthology of horror stories uh, with, like, a common, like, area in the beginning, you know? Really Yeah, and
2: and when I was kind of looking into it, um, it really reminded me of this horror show that I used to watch back in the day called Tales from the Crypt.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly.
2: It's the same thing. You got the host, you know, by the name of the Crypt Keeper, um, and he presents like these horrifying stories and it, it kind of falls the same suit as the, these kind of games different stories um and it's pretty cool you know i like it and there's one more thing i want to say uh, i can't exactly remember um anyways another day another day uh, <laughs> but yeah there's some um, like trophies for you know being this the game on shared story that sounds like co op, a uh, finished movie night, um unlocking different traits for characters, choosing like certain decisions, it's pretty straightforward, it's just like any other super massive game. Um, the thing that I'm really afraid of with this game is just the amount of playthroughs that are required. Yeah. So like I mentioned, I've played two Super Master games already, Until Dawn and the Quarry. Until Dawn was fun. I had played it a few years ago, and this year I was just doing a cleanup run. A lot of things to be done, and there were some headaches along my playthroughs that had me, like, freaking pull my hair out at times, and I'm, I'm encountering that same as well with the Quarry. It's just... A lot of things that you need to do to make sure that your runs are efficient and you're popping trophies. And for me, I was really looking forward to this game. I really wanted to play it because, you know, I really like the Super massive games, but I think when you look at it from a trophy hunting aspect, these games are just absolutely atrocious.
0: Yeah. it's. Dude, thank
2: you. I know, <laughs> I know, Colin. We had this debate, and you know, I was kind of like leaning on, like, oh no, these games aren't so bad. You know, maybe a few playthroughs, but they're not too bad. But yeah, I'm beginning to, uh, I'm switching sides. That's I am right. not enjoying the trophy hunting parts of these games because, like you said, I don't want to have to think about trophies. I just rather there be like some leeway with some of these trophies. Like these trophies are pretty specific. Like you got to execute these you can't like go the other route right if you do you're gonna have to do another playthrough i just rather say okay if i have to save this guy so a certain character i would like there to be a trophy where it says decide the fate of this character i don't want a trophy that says this character has to die like just leave it up to me to decide the fate and that's cool yep because i don't have to think about it but now yeah. that I have to like make sure that this character lives throughout the whole game, now it, it, it just puts unnecessary stress on me.
0: Well, it you just remo- it removes the actual choice. It's an illusion of choice.
1: Well, if you want exactly. the trophies. It's right. not an illusion of choice.
0: Well, it is if you want the trophies, which the is choice. what we're doing. You know? Make the, the choice. Right. But it, it's not really a choice. Because you have to do so, you have to do something for a trophy. That's the part that's weird. It's like you're playing a game that's all about choice, and you have no choice.
1: Sounds like you guys are getting ready to play my name is Mayo, so it sounds like <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's yeah. Maybe.
1: Maybe never. I mean, these games are they're
2: fun to play, but just to trophy hunt them, I I don't think they're fun. And I think another guy in the Discord also mentioned that this game wasn't as fun as he was hoping it would be. Um yeah. four playthroughs is really a lot for this kind of game especially when you're supposed to make certain decisions on each playthrough. Yep. It's just not fun. It's not fun, in my opinion. Yeah. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe after I have, like, Platinum Super or ugh, the the quarry, maybe I'll come back to this game in, like, another year or so. It'll definitely go in my library.
0: Yeah, I'm going to add it to my library just because I think it's Stephanie and I really enjoyed playing until dawn together. So I think she would really enjoy just kind of like sitting there and we can play this game together, but just like until dawn, I'm not concerned with trophy hunting in this uh, in the slightest. So.
2: Yeah. And I'm not even sure if the other games are like this, but just imagine having to do four playthroughs on the rest of the games. Cause uh, this, this anthology is supposed to grow to like at least 8 or 10 games there's supposed to be a lot of games in this series
0: yeah I think it's I think it's 10 it's supposed to be I can't remember but you're right Uh, so it looks like Little Hope is 3 playthroughs required and I'll look up what House of Ashes is which is I think their newest one House of Ashes is also 3 playthroughs
2: so less than this game for sure
0: but, one less. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, again, I don't, I don't know if I would mind doing two playthroughs. I think your idea of like having the trophy be, you know, decide the fate of this person, right? That's an interesting way of going about it. I think it'd be cool if there was like a good ending in the game and a bad ending in the game. And it wasn't that one specific decision necessarily locked you out of either of them, but it was like an overall average of your decisions in the game determined if you got the good ending or the bad, bad ending. And then you could justify two playthroughs and just say, get the good ending, get the bad ending. And it wouldn't immediately affect and make me choose every specific option along the way to that point. It would just be like, yeah, like generally speaking, you'll get the bad ending if like overall these things happen. These averages of things happen, not say this at this conversation, say this at this conversation that, you know, it's like, there's a way to do it that's a little more elegant than what they're choosing to do. So
1: yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I just would we'll just dumb it down. Basically. Yep.
2: Yeah. And it looks like the four playthroughs on this one are tied to keeping everyone alive or no one survives and just keeping only the women or the men alive. So that makes sense why it's, it will require four playthroughs. Mm-hmm. So, still too much, man. Uh, it. it if like half the group survive cool but what really i got to make everybody survive oh man that's just too much work
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: killing everyone's easy
0: mm-hmm. just make was... all the
1: stupid decisions says the wolfenstein guy mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
0: yeah watching
1: and... a movie and pressing buttons during the movie
0: right certainly not a difficult replay it is a not fun replay Mm. you know it's not very interactive once i already know the wheels start to come off of this car really quick when you do replays at least for telltale games right like you go through a a chapter in a telltale game and do the other dialogue options and you think it's going to be way different and it's really not it's like maybe one new line of dialogue and then it's back to the line you heard the time before and i'm not saying that these games are going to be quite that bad but i'm sure that there's an overall general story and progression that happens regardless of what your choices are so it's like
1: you know i gotta say that sounds like what you're looking for though in the list what the replay yeah to make it not make a big difference
0: yeah i suppose i suppose i think i've just decided dude these are, these are not for me man these are not for me okay. for trophies that's okay that's okay i'm just trying to be the devil's advocate here absolutely <laughs> and no i think you're right you know and it's just like um yeah, that's fine. That not every game has to be for me. Not every trophy right. list has to be something that I enjoy. So these are just that... not my jam. That's okay.
1: I think they what? should exist as they are to be, you know, a step above the Telltale. Mm-hmm. Where, true. You know, true. if you're interested in seeing how different decisions play out, you know, then this is the type of game for you. Interesting. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or
1: Whoa. Can you looking for different challenges you know like keeping the guys or the women alive and you know i d- i think it's an extra step above those types of games yep that makes it interesting that's true yeah. true i i guess what what
2: kind of i guess it it ups it upsets me in these kind of games especially is that there's no way to skip through the cutscenes and these are some pretty long games yeah and just that go through, like, a three-minute cutscene and not have the option to skip is pretty, pretty damn annoying. Yeah, that is... I can is... agree.
1: That, that should be in it. Yeah. Especially if you're, you know, you're looking to make what different change somewhere specific. Mm-hmm. And you don't... Or, yeah, you're not interested in the cutscene. That's fair. That mm-hmm. should be in it. Yeah.
0: I can understand not allowing it on a first playthrough, but if you're doing, like, a replay or chapter select, yeah, it should be there. Yeah.
2: That's all I got for *Man Medan. Uh Probably won't be a game I'll be playing, but who knows? I, I, that might change after I kind of give this, time, this game some time to rest in my library for a year or so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I am gonna add it to my library, but yeah, again, I I don't know if I'll play it either. But you add it for the distribution, you
1: know, support. The or?
0: distribution support, you know, I know, I know, we brought that up before, but I do, I do think it's good. I do think okay. it's a good, uh, good amount of trophies. You know what I'm saying? 6, 7, and 17? Not too Six, many. Not too many. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you for that, Daryl. Appreciate the the update on that list. The discussion was good. Uh, what did you have for us this week, Eli? Okay. I got
1: I said I wasn't going to do it, but I did it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> arcade. 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 Gidon. Okay. How do you? Oh, what? Arcade. Gidon.
0: It's Arcade Gideon. Arcade Getin. What? Arcade Arcade Getin. Arcade Geddon. Arcade 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 Geddon. Arcade Arcade I thought it was like Arcade again but
1: there's no extra A in there. It's Arcade get in Arcade Gideon.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: arcade it's idiot. It. Kind of weird. I was kind of disappointed in that. But there's another free game coming out and uh I'm actually, I'm actually pretty excited about this game. Of course from, you are. It's a
0: free to play game with a battle pass. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: from Ilphonic. So it's from Ilphonic shooter adventure. Uh, it's got one platinum, two golds, seven silvers, and forty-one bronzes. Just for you, Colin. Let's go, dude.
0: Way too many fucking and, trophies uh, in this game. You think so? Forty-one bronzes. It's more total. Mm. That's more than total in all of Mana of Medan. For just the bronzes, get out of town, brother.
1: It's a lot of stuff to do, dude. There's a lot of stuff to do, you know.
0: I know. A lot of I know. Be had, and maybe you don't have to give me a trophy for every single thing I do in the game. How about that? You know. Yeah. Okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like trophies, <laughs> fine. Yeah. I anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I
1: I also think what what got me high I was watching some gameplay. It does. It looks uh like kind of fun and silly, mm-hmm. something I could play with my son possibly. Mm. um so you go through these i think it's randomly generated i'm not exactly sure but you go through these like levels of the arcade and you're playing through um it's it's like a i think it's third person shooter Mm -hmm. and you know you're beating up on enemies and then like in between there's like a there's um like a pvp thing where you like fight your your uh your buddies you're playing with
0: oh yeah okay
1: So it, it looks pretty fun Looks a little different um, Besides the fact that it's a free to play That looks like Fortnite um, And the, the trophy guide looks pretty doable It's all at 0% Because it's not out yet And the the, um, the early access I guess didn't pop trophies mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a different different thing um, Who knows what situation that'll end up in If you've played it Like uh, knockout, knockout Blow Whatever it was called Knockout City? Yeah. Didn't you like not get trophies and then it came out and you ended up popping trophies or some shit?
0: It was, uh, no, it was for um Splitgate. We were lied to and told that because it was in beta, it wouldn't oh, get, no. trophies wouldn't pop. And we played one match and like four trophies popped. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> are you joking me? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, anyways, the, the list looks uh, pretty good. Just kind of like stacks on things, you know, like playthrough adventure and then play 25 runs, play 100 runs of it, defeat the four different bosses, and then uh, a trophy for beating all four of them, opening certain amount of crates and treasure chests, collecting things. Now there's one here called To Be Continued. Uh, continue a run 10 times. I'm not sure what that'll entail. Like if you have certain amount of skips or if you have to earn money for those skips, that one's kind of questionable to me. Um, you get special abilities, that you you know build up during the run so there's trophies for those different styles of things um some some unique ones like defeat a boss with a melee attack um of course it's arcade so you gotta earn you gotta earn tickets that's another one that's kind of questionable you have to earn five hundred thousand tickets don't know what that's gonna take yeah I was looking at um, that okay it is a silver though so If they've uh, scaled that properly, hopefully it's, you know, who knows? Yeah. It might be the silver that ends all silvers. But um, some of these, then they'll also be PVP. It sounds like they had some, they had this upgrade path for the game, uh, update path. And uh, what do they call it? Roadmap? Roadmap.
0: Yep. Roadmap. Yeah.
1: So, and it sounds like they did a couple, they got ahead and had some of the updates out already so there's like this pvp uh arena now and i'm not sure what the pvp ones are either because there will be an arena type you know pvp but then there's also the pvp in between uh each level of the arcade runs so
0: oh yeah yeah oh, I'm not so sure. i wonder if you can get those trophies in both
1: right that would be cool because then you can do it with your friends and share winning yep uh those things i mean but it would be fun to have a little competition in between you know these runs because what's the it's
0: how many is it how many how many wins do you have to get for a pvp one 10 and 25 oh okay well i suppose even if you can't do it in the in-between areas which hopefully you can but even yeah. if you have to do 25 in like strictly pvp that's not like horrible
1: it's not 1049 or whatever, whatever it is yeah oh my gosh yeah. dude
0: that trophy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh it's still yeah and hopefully there's a lot of like you know 13 year olds that you can beat up on or something you know do that yeah the, I'll,
0: the plan. I'll tell you what if the, i would be doing that if you're gonna play this game do the do the multiplayer pvp right away like right away Yep. yeah
1: um yeah and then the healing one i never trust those either there's some healing trophies ah it's always hard to track i feel like they never yeah. they never like pop properly yeah and it's, yeah, it's kind of sketch. Like how many, how many health points? One here, the one here is 3,000 mm-hmm. hit points. So how, you know. Yeah. Do you, do you start with one hit point or, you know, like. Right, right. That's or, a lot of health to heal. Or does everyone have a hundred or what's the, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, Picking up down people. And then there's all the different types of weapons and to, to get kills with different types of weapons. And, and then the different, excuse me, the different abilities and whatnot um so i think it looks you know pretty doable um i think it i think it, it's not like we need any multi, more multiplayer games but you know mm, i'm pretty interested in this if if nobody's down i'll play it on pc and not worry about trophies and play it with my son
0: i'm sure Skrillis yeah. will be down but yeah you talk to you, you, uh. you tell him about a free-to-play multiplayer game he's there <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah uh, one thing i need to point out caution warning warning Yep. Breaking news. Yep. There is a trophy
1: for completing the tutorial. So,
0: okay. okay. All right. So just, it might, it might throw you into that right away. I get what you're, I see what you're saying. Yep. Yes.
1: That must be addressed because you will pop a trophy if you complete the tutorial and you'll be stuck playing Arcade Agon, Arcade Dion, ar- 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 Arcadon. Arcadon. <laughs> so.
0: Okay. And, and then, yeah, huh. as far
1: as like the art goes, I, I'm I'm a fan. It's very simplistic, very bright. Uh it's got like it's got a a little image and then it's uh surrounded by like a bright green border and then uh it's got some black and white figure inside and it's very cartoony. I like the I like the art style. And
0: uh Yeah, it kind of reminds of that, me of like
1: Nickelodeon or something. Yeah, like getting slimed on. Yeah. 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 And on top of that, there are some there are some interesting. Oh Jesus, please, dude! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good. We'll, uh, yeah. So there there are some cool names in here. Like you're fired. Mm. Defeat the FFC CEO boss. <laughs> the CEO uh, boss. Nice booty bashing. Booty bashing is uh, destroy five hundred crates. Okay. Which are are plentiful. I've watched some gameplay, and they're they're all over. I don't know. Uh, treasure hunting is open five hundred treasure chests, and I think those are a little more rare. But it yeah. is a silver compared to a bronze, so y- you get the payoff there. Uh, I already called out the two B continued trophy. Um, where was the other? There was uh like no chill for using the zero cool. Oh uh, yeah, weapons. Uh, one point two one gigawatts. That's from. Back to the future. Yep. Um, so so there's some cool. I, I like the naming convention. They're not all uh, tied to something, but I am the plug or not. <laughs> <laughs> 20 enemies with a single plug or not ability. Um, plug it in. I don't know if that's a reference to except for
0: breeze. Plug it in, plug it in. Dude, nature is lit. Plug it
1: in, plug it in.
0: Yeah. I. Is that, a, is that a trophy? Nature is lit. Have a single tiny tornado get frozen, electrified, and set on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So I think all together, the artwork's pretty cool. The, the naming convention's pretty cool. It looks like a doable list. It looks like a decently fun game. I, you know, who knows how it'll, it'll play out. But
0: Yeah, it, it it looks like you do have to play a decent amount, but it's not like it's it doesn't sound at least like it's too grindy like it's nothing like again like split gate or mm-hmm. uh even like you know knockout city where it's just like this is going to take forever i mean the one that looks like honestly it's going to take the longest is you do have to complete 100 adventure runs so
1: yeah so that and then the full monty is defeat all four bosses in a single run
0: oh okay yeah so
1: so also you know i'm not exactly sure what the structure because so you go through so many maps, right? And you get a boss. I there's sounds like there's only four of them, which makes me also think that there will probably be DLC. Oh, 100%. Like, see how a game could stand on having you know four set bosses and then you know being a type of game like this to where there's not more. Um, but the play 100 runs too is like, how does this all you just play a run, die right away, and then you quit back out. And, oh it doesn't
0: say complete oh okay i misread that then yeah you're right you could just do that
1: yeah so that's that's nice they did that because if you have to complete 100 runs and i don't know what completing a run is completing a run getting to one boss or is completing a run doing everything all Hmm. four bosses Hmm. so
0: yeah i but i don't think it's it's anything too crazy no i agree it, do- it doesn't look too bad, honestly. Um, not my type of game, necessarily, but I-, I think as far as these go, like, pretty decent trophy list. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little too many bronzes, but that's okay. Because <laughs> doesn't seem like they're too hard to pop, so you'll get them pretty quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for that, Eli. Appreciate it, sir. We got some good games this week. I was uh, happy with our choices. And hopefully you all enjoyed listening to our discussion. Again, you can check us out on Patreon if you want to support us over there. But of course, if you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes or any of the other free feeds, Podbean, right? Uh, if you want to leave a like or a review, that would be super helpful. And we would greatly appreciate it. But uh, until next time, I don't really have any anything else. Do you guys have anything to add before we close up? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, happy early 4th of July. If you're listening to this on release date, it's July 3rd. If you're in america it's a big day if you're not in america you know happy almost monday and uh <laughs> otherwise uh, you can find me on discord and on youtube and on league and on playstation at ck present where can people find you at eli narshire 13 spelled with one d uh pretty much anywhere all right whatever baby. whatever game you're into type it in i'll be there let's go daryl what about you or should people look for you
2: uh, you can find me playing my name is Mayo. There you go. Um <laughs> on PlayStation <laughs> on Discord at the Tulsa Mongai. Psych. I'm not playing that game. That's right.
0: <laughs> That's right. Hell no. Hell no. You can find me playing remasters, remakes, and reimaginings on PlayStation <laughs> Network at CK Present. <laughs> Hell right. no, we won't Mayo. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in a few weeks' time with what we've been playing for the month of July. Until then, happy gaming and take care. Goodbye.